Real intimacy requires real trust. Yo, this is Life in Perspective, episode 25, with you always. (laughs) Let's get it. Yo, welcome to Life in Perspective. We're back like seven days later, like week to week. We are back for episode 25 and I'm proud of me. I'm proud of us. I'm proud that we are back in the saddle. We are back in the swing of things. I don't know if I should say back in the saddle, but we are back in rhythm. We are back in our rhythm. Um, And this week, um, as you heard at the intro, we're talking about God being with us always. And it's really crazy, y'all. Like I've had like I want to call it like a mind blowing experience a little bit because um, I feel like I'm still smack dab in the middle of the lesson that I'm learning that like God was teaching me that I didn't know was a lesson. But here we are. And um, yeah, I feel like I just gained another layer of trust with the Lord. Like one that I didn't know I needed. Like I was going to call this. I didn't know because I didn't know like I needed to have um, a journey of trust like with the father because I I thought we were good. You know, like I thought we were moving. But I also recognize like right now in this moment as I'm talking to you guys that I've been in a weird space and I kept saying like I can't articulate what the real space was. And I think like part of it was like sadness and I think like oftentimes I experience moments um, in the days leading up to my birthday that can sometimes be really low and really heavy because like when you're turning a new age, you start to reflect, you start to reflect on where you thought you would be, like, where are you going? And I feel like I'm kind of in a season where we're taking it step by step. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, day by day. Like that's literally <laughs> that was so random. And if you don't know what that is, um, it is a song off the Preacher's Wife album, like by Whitney Houston. Just so you know, you should actually check that album out. It's really good. Shameless plug. Um, but yeah, like I feel like um, I'm about to be 31. Literally in two weeks. And, um, I always like, it never fails. I always have these moments where I'm like, okay, like, God, what are we doing? This doesn't look like, you know, what we said it would look like and love where I'm at right now. Like loving, um, the season of growth and development and discovery. Um, it has actually been a really rewarding season. And I just feel like even in that, I've still been in like this weird space. And I think for me, I've probably been in a space where I'm like sad and a little like irritated if I'm not in a place. I think I was like, I definitely don't feel like that anymore. But I was like in a place where I was kind of irritated because I feel like over time, like over the years, like I feel like I've had to um, sacrifice my dreams for the sake of following the Lord. (laughs) And which I really know won't be forever. Like, I feel like I genuinely believe Matthew 6 and 33. Like, if I seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness, like all these other things will be added unto me. There's another version that says all the less important things, which anything that is not establishing the kingdom of God is a less important thing. <laughs> but I've, I've also, like, as much as I can reflect and say, I've always had to sacrifice my dreams. I've always seen, like, God 
come back, like bring it back around, like anything I've ever had to walk away from for the sake of pleasing the Lord. Like he's brought it back and he's brought it back a hundred times better than it would have been had I chased that versus him. And so I feel like sometimes the enemy plays on that though. Like when it gets close to my birthday, cause it's like at 30, there were some things I wanted to accomplish right now. I'm about to be 31 and I'm like, dang, what did I really do at 30? Which I did a lot, you know, and I feel like the word that God gave me on my birthday last year absolutely happened, like happened 10 tenfold or hundredfold like it it happened in like mind-blowing ways like ways I would have never imagined and so I could be grateful for that but I was kind of like in a space and I feel like the Lord took me on this journey that I didn't know I was even on it was kind of like I was in a boat a river like a raft I was on a raft going down a riverbank and um, I didn't even know I was in a raft. Like I thought I was just living life walking along the shore. And actually I was in a riverboat. <laughs> I do not even know what that means, guys. But I just feel like I woke up yesterday and realized like, oh, I've been on a journey. And it was really interesting. So I had to preach um, for uh, my church's youth ministry yesterday, which was an amazing experience. Like I really love the Lord. I really, 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 really love Jesus. And I really love him in moments where he uses like what I think I'm doing for others to get me together, like get me right back into alignment, like fix my heart posture, like show me like it's not at all what you think. Oh, that would have actually been a good title. It's not what you think. Hmm. Hmm. We're here. Here we are, guys. Here we are. And so I feel like that is kind of the journey we've been on. It's really interesting. I had to speak for youth and um, kind of the idea was like their theme for their seek nights this week was the real thing. And before I knew that was a theme, like I heard God say that I was supposed to speak on like Peter walking on water. And usually when I hear Peter walking on water, it's like about, you know, jumping out there and following God and, you know, going after the thing that's in your heart or going after what God says. And for like whatever reason, I think it started off on that journey and then it shifted very quickly, like actually very late in the game. Um, I started like having this dialogue with myself, which um, was kind of prompted by a conversation I had with my friend. She's like, bro, every time you preach, you always come in for the disciples. And I'm like, yeah, because I don't understand how a group of men could be in such close proximity and still not know Jesus. And then I feel like the same way I was kind of like side eyeing them. Like, I feel like I, you know, the Lord started having me side eye myself because the reality is that when we start to follow Jesus, we don't know him. That is the whole purpose in which we're following him so that he could overtake time through our life and through our experiences reveal who he is to us. I literally went on this journey. Like I started to like go and find the backstory of like when the disciples met Jesus, like their first encounter with him, like how did it go? And literally for some of them, he walked up to them and said, Hey, come follow me. I'll make you fishers of men because they were fishermen in their real life. So it's like he took what they were called to do in the world and allowed them to still do it, but he made it benefit for the kingdom. And I feel like that's what's happened in my life. That's what's happened in your life potentially is like you chose to follow Jesus and he didn't really change you. He just kind of gave you some purpose to do the things that you are already doing and And it gave me a little more empathy for them. Like then I started to understand that the stories that I read didn't really require me to judge the disciples, but to understand their perspective. Like they needed this moment to happen in their lives so that they could understand who Jesus was. And then it helped me understand my life, that I need to understand the things that are happening in my life and that they're really designed to grow me in relationship and that I understand who Jesus is in my life. And I feel like for me, it was Jesus saying, I'm with you comma, 
always, which is how we arrived at the title of this episode because I feel like God's over the last week and I didn't even know it was happening was like his way of reassuring me that like I'm with you always and to have real true intimacy with me requires trust. It means trusting me when your situation doesn't look anything like I said it would be. I need you to trust me like real intimacy and real relationship is like you understand that I'm with you and you got to trust me like when you don't know what's going on you got to trust me like perfect example I will tell y'all I don't know if I told y'all this last week I can't really remember but if so like just act like you never heard it before (laughs) um so a couple of weeks ago um maybe like yeah, yeah, yeah. The weekend of October 15th, um, I ended up in Chicago. Now, let me tell you, the plan, the original plan um, for Chicago was that we were flying to Chicago to interview Chance the Rapper for a show that I work on called Saint, The Same Room. And so, like, I, it was really weird because I waited to the last minute to, like, book things. Like, I bought a ticket because it was, like, $50. And I was, like, shook it. I'm like, what's happening in the world? Why are the tickets so cheap? So I did buy, like, plane tickets for a, a minute. Like, that was all I had. We were supposed to leave on Wednesday. I didn't book an Airbnb until Monday night. I just was like, oh, okay, I don't want to be like super last minute. So like, let me go ahead and book this. I booked the hotel, not the hotel, because I don't stay in those, but I booked the Airbnb Monday night. And do y'all know that Tuesday morning, Chance had a reschedule. He's like, hey, I had an emergency come up, and um, but I'm coming to LA next week so we can do it then. So I'm like, oh, I really specifically remember the Airbnb like not being refundable. And so I was like, in addition to that, going to Chicago, like because I knew I was going, I planned a surprise birthday party with my mom for my dad. And so I'm like, okay, I still need to go to Chicago, but like I literally can fly in Friday morning, stay for the party and be out Saturday morning. Like this could be really easy. And so I start jumping through all these hoops, like trying to change my flight and seeing if they would let me cancel the Airbnb. And they waited until it was less than 24 hours to respond to me to tell me that they couldn't cancel it because it was less than 24 hours. And so I'm like, I'm irritated. I'm like, I really need to be at work. There are things I need to do. Like, I don't need to waste a couple of days in Chicago. And the crazy thing is like, I don't even really like when I go to Chicago, it's usually in and out. Like I'm there and I'm like there, like I'm there for what I'm there for. And then I'm out like it's I don't really need extra days. There ain't no like a plethora of people I need to see because life just isn't the same, you know, given circumstances that have happened over the years um and so it's usually like spend time with my family like hang out with Bree and like I'm out um and so I felt really irritated because it was gonna force me to like be in Chicago with no plans like I had nothing to do and I took off of work so it wasn't like I could just be there and working it was just kind of like why the heck I don't want to go to Chicago like I really had an attitude and then I felt like this sensing when I couldn't cancel things and like things were not working in my favor I recognized that I needed to go to Chicago and I'm gonna just tell you I had an attitude about it I was like "Ugh, I don't I don't want to go and um I don't even know why I'm telling y'all this but I ended up going to Chicago and um it was a really great experience um I stayed downtown because I was surprising my dad so I couldn't even like go home it was like the randomest thing and so I literally spent um two full days just like by myself and 
I actually like in talking to my friend, I'm like, I think I'm supposed to go to Chicago. And I think it has something to do with my book. And so for those of you guys who don't know, like part of this season, I guess I'm sharing this for accountability, like a part of this season, I have to finish my book. And there's a script that I'm writing that I have to finish. Like those are the two things that have to be produced in this season. And um, I've, I haven't really necessarily been, okay, I've been procrastinating on it, but not for the sake of procrastinating. I just like find writing sometimes a little intimidating. What I'm writing is very, um, um, it's, 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 uh, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> um, but I feel like it, like it's necessary for the season and God keeps showing me how necessary it is. Like he keeps bringing people like in my path, whether they're like asking for prayer, just sharing their stories that my book will speak to. It's almost like God's reminding me of my why. And it's, it's really interesting. Um, and so I get to Chicago and I know like it's, it has something to do with my book. I don't necessarily know if I knew I was going to start my book there, but I knew it had something to do with my book. And one of the things that I learned in this is that sometimes in order to move forward, you got to go back. And I recognize that with my situation and things that I've experienced, like I recognize the journeys for what they were, but like, I don't really like being in Chicago because sometimes it reminds me of the things that I lost. Like it reminds me not necessarily of like the pain, but like what situations caused me to lose. Like my entire community looks different now than it did, you know, four years ago or five years ago. And sometimes that's tough. Like sometimes being in Chicago reminds me of good times and realizing that like those people don't even talk to me anymore. And so it, 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 like for a long time represented like the place of pain and I don't really like to go back all the time and I feel like I wanted to deal with that like there's no way that I should like the place that birthed me should be so tainted and I feel like God wanted to give me like a fresh perspective and a fresh outlook on a place that I you know maybe could be called to one day like I think he needed to shift my perspective of like what Chicago represents and like what it means. And I think like being able to stay downtown and like enjoy the beauty of the city and like remember why Chicago is the best city in the world and why I love it so much and it not being attached to like what I lost or reminding me of like painful moments and painful times. And I feel like I wanted to restore like my love for the city I'm from. And I feel like that happened. Like, and then I was able to start writing my book and it was so funny because like, God do not like he don't be playing like he is definitely with you always and let me just tell y'all that the moment my plane touched the ground I got a text from my best friend Nick and she's like hey so I had a thought and the thought went like this I wonder if Brenda is working on her book and um, gathering the content that's needed for it so when um, it's time it'll be ready now, let me just tell y'all, me and Nick have not talked about a book in a long time. Like, it's not a topic of our conversation all the time. And I was so irritated, but like, I felt so much peace because it was like, God was like, you know, just in case you think that this isn't about this, it's definitely about this. And I need you to know that this is the purpose and the goal of which you are here. And I did, man, like Wednesday, I got in Wednesday night, but I rested. And then like Thursday morning, I woke up early. I wrote for six hours and it was like the most like therapeutic, but like, 
like fulfilling thing because I'm like fulfilling God's purpose for my season and it felt really good like and it felt like you know and so I shared this long-winded story with you to say like if there's something that God has asked you to do and you're apprehensive and maybe you don't want to do it because of the pain that it'll cause you or how uncomfortable it makes you like man do it like people's lives depend on you and I feel like for me kind of being a little like as like reflecting and going to my birthday and kind of being like a little irritated with the season that I'm in um I feel like God used certain moments to like remind me of my why like I prayed for a girl at church on Saturday who's situation um had some extreme similarities to what I've walked through and like what God's brought me out of and I like in that moment it was like it clicked for me it's like Brenda you're playing and people are literally suffering from the thing that like God's called you to bring them out of and um it it got really serious for me and so I don't know how we got there and there was a point to me sharing that story with you but here it is like you know if there is something that like just remember your why like if if a season gets tough and if you don't understand it and you find yourself like not really knowing what to do or having like you don't have the ability to move because you're frustrated or you're disappointed like just recognize that like just ask God to remind you of your why like show me why I'm here and I feel like he's been doing that for me and I feel like in addition to like reminding me of my why like he took me on this journey of trust and so we're preparing I I know that that's where I was so sorry y'all this is like all over the place but back to preparing for the sermon and so I'm like preparing for this message and it was really weird because I kept feeling like I couldn't really prepare like as much as I would sit with it as much as I would read it it took me a long time and so then I started like you know like dang lord am I far from you because I've been like in a weird space is that why I can't really prepare for this message and I started like repenting like lord I want this to be what you want it to be like I'm sorry and all of this and like even after all of that like I felt nothing like I didn't really have anything and then the day of I kind of started getting points which is really not me I don't usually use points just because it's not really how I flow um and God gave me three points and one of them was real intimacy requires trust the other one was do it afraid and then the one after that was don't lose focus and what I started to realize and why I couldn't prepare a message is because what was happening is like God was preaching to me like he literally in through those three points he was talking to me about the situation of the current state my heart was in and I didn't even recognize it but I kept feeling like I I think I can't prepare because I think he's trying to talk to me like and I still didn't all the way get it right I still didn't all the way get that like my inability to prepare was him telling me that real intimacy requires trust and if you know that I'm the one who shows up and you know that I'm the one who does it you're gonna have to learn to trust me which means you're not gonna be able to prepare like I love that you're sitting with me I love that you're spending time with me I love that you're praying and fasting for the moment because that's what you need to do like that's what we do but I this is my moment and I have something to say which I, I learned later like in the moment that he had something to say like yo I had like a whole illustration planned I had a whole boat dropped off and I was going to sit in the boat and I was going to talk to them about being mindful of who's on their boat and that they're going to be water walkers and all of this stuff and I get there and I see the boat we plan how the boat's going to be put on the stage and then I get like this unctioning in my spirit like no don't use the boat I feel like I'm not supposed to use the boat and then I'm like I'm irritated like what like not irritated but I'm like I was actually trying to figure out how I was going to fit the boat in the message that had shifted to intimacy because that ain't where we started when I requested a boat. And um, yeah, he just he just hijacked my message. 
And then like after he hijacks the message, like once I'm done preaching, then I recognize like, oh my God, you literally have like been preaching to me about the state that I've been in and recognizing that like, I know you don't understand this season fully, but I need you to know that like to be intimate with me and to be in relationship with me, me requires trust, which means you got to learn to trust me when you don't got the answers. You got to learn to trust me when I didn't tell you this part of the story. Like you have to learn to trust me when you don't want to, like even when you're upset with me or you don't understand what's happening. And I'm like, dang, this entire month has been that like going to like having to go to Chicago without a plan. And I'm thinking it's for one thing. He literally like shifts that whole entire thing gets canceled in one moment. And now I'm like stuck with what I feel is like idle time and like a break in my schedule and I'm irritated by it. And he's like, no, like real intimacy requires trust. Like trust me to be even in the things that don't make sense. (laughs) And I recognize that like what I'm understanding is like God's sovereignty, like when it when it says he's in control, it doesn't mean like he's picking us up and moving us like little pawns. It means that like he has the bigger picture and he's literally orchestrating all the moments of all of our lives so that we end up where we're supposed to. And he shows up when he's supposed to and things work out according to his plan. There's a scripture that says many are the plans in a man's heart, but it's God's purpose that will prevail because he's sovereign like he's really the one controlling this whole thing so what God's sovereignty really looks like is like him orchestrating like a whole interview with Chance the Rapper and then it being canceled and then I not even being able to go to the actual interview because it was never about that it was really that I needed to be in Chicago and I needed to have a moment that I could go back so that I could move forward and finish my book but he knew I wouldn't do that on my own he knew that even just like Brenda go to Chicago was going to be something I would push back on so he created or orchestrated this moment that would lead me to Chicago that would then be canceled so that I could be in Chicago for the real reason I needed to be in Chicago, which was to have an encounter with him. And I'm like, yo, I really love Jesus. Because if these last few weeks haven't taught me anything, it has absolutely stamped, ingrained in my heart that he's with me always, even in the things that don't make sense. Because naturally, none of these things make sense. Like naturally, it doesn't make didn't make sense for me to go to Chicago and be there two extra days. And I didn't really need to be. It didn't make sense that I'm sitting down preparing a week in advance and I keep getting nothing for a sermon that I have to preach because you need to be prepared. None of that makes sense except for the fact that Jesus is with me. So that means it's already handled it's already taken care of and in a space where it doesn't make sense it makes total and complete sense to his plan and his purpose and his will and if I'm surrendered to that it makes sense like all I need to do is learn to trust him every couple of weeks I gotta throw in Proverbs 3 5 and 6 for y'all that says trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your past like that's that's life that is life with Jesus life with Jesus is acknowledging him and everything acknowledging him when I don't want to do it acknowledging him when it doesn't make sense acknowledging him when I'm like bro I'm about to be 31 and here's all the things that we haven't accomplished and there's not even like a path that's leading to them or him you know what I'm saying like mm -hmm. and it's like man I feel like he gave me the reassurance that I am with you always like it's like the signature at the bottom of a letter that someone has written you it's like with you a comma always like and I like it's the sense that you get when someone writes you a letter because you know they took like their like time 
Like they didn't have autocorrect, like Siri wasn't finishing sentences for them. Like they took the time to find some, um, almost called it letterhead, but that's not what it's called, um, stationary. They took some time to find some stationary and they got a pen and they sat down at a table and they took the time to like formulate sentences and use correct punctuation and grammar and they hand wrote you a note and even though they were far from you they signed it with you comma always like that's what God does like he cares so much about us individually and like us becoming all that he created us to be that he took time to like pull out this stationery that was like customized and he sits it on a table and he goes through and he writes like he hand writes like notes on our hearts so that we know that he with us always and if you don't get anything out of this podcast that is all over the place because I'm bubbling with like revelation of what's been going on with me for the past couple of weeks like understand that he is with you always like he loves you so much and even when you are in situations that don't make sense and you don't understand them and you got to keep asking why God like I know I said yes and I know I followed through but like why like why am I here like why am I in this place that I'm in like this space this mental space like why am I here like he'll make it clear for you and then he'll remind you that no matter where you are I'm with you always and so guys I hope that something was said today to help put your life in perspective because I know it helped put mine in perspective okay and I am super excited to be right back here with you next week because we in our bag now guys we are back we are back in the groove because we are stewarding properly what God has placed in our hands and so I want you to know that I'm always praying for you I love you and we'll be right back here next week hey guess what this is life in perspective we out Thank you.